Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. This WBEZ podcast is supported by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. It's time we talk away the dark, learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide, and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. If you live in Chicago or have ties to the city, you probably heard of Chicago Party Ant, a foul-mouthed, middle-aged party animal who loves old style and all things Chicago sports. Well, the formerly anonymous Twitter personality is coming to Netflix this Friday, and the city is on full display. Okay, here's what you do. You're going to get on the blue line. If you see a man screaming in passengers' faces, don't worry. That's Al. He's going through some stuff. You're on the right train. At Ashland Avenue, you're going to transfer to the 24 bus. Tell Randy, the driver, you're my nephew. He won't charge you the fare. Free fare? Diane owes me money. Comedian Chris Witoski created Chicago Party Ant back in 2016. And he joins us now for more on the inspiration behind this new Netflix show. Chris, welcome to Reset. Hi, thanks for having me. First of all, congratulations on the new show. How does it feel to see the character that you created now come to life? It feels amazing. You know, a friend of mine just this morning sent me a photo of a billboard for the show that just went up in Wrigleyville, nice. right at Clark and Waveland. So uh, that was a, a pinch me moment this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just even listening to that clip, I wonder how many Chicago references you managed to squeeze into this show. Oh, we try to do as many as we possibly can per episode. <laughs> <laughs> per episode. Are you able to keep track? <laughs> we We didn't keep track, but... You know, when we sat down to write this show, we said we wanted to be a love letter to Chicago. So uh, there's plenty of Chicago Easter eggs crammed in there for uh, for the (laughs) Chicagoans watching. For sure. Uh, Well, let's back up a little bit. I want to talk about the origins of Chicago Party Ant. What inspired this character who's now got a name, by the way? Her name's Diane. Diane Dombrowski. We wanted to make it the most (laughs) Chicago-sounding name ever. So (laughs) I started doing this Twitter account back in 2016. I had moved to L.A., and uh, I was feeling kind of homesick, and I also had a lot of time on my hands in between auditions because I'm an actor. Mm -hmm. Um, So I lived in the city for many, many years. I grew up in the Burbs. And uh, I've seen a lot of women like this throughout my life. I have a lot of Chicago party ants myself. I also worked at Mike Ditka's restaurant for many years and saw a lot of (laughs) Chicago party ants come through that place. So uh, I just started tweeting out jokes and uh, all of a sudden it gained a following and now we're going to be streaming all over the world. (laughs) Yeah, she quickly became a hit on Twitter. How would you describe this character to people who aren't on social media? Well, Chicago Party Ant is the kind of lady you see, you know, at a Blackhawks game with the spiky hair and the uh, bedazzled jeans, you know, and maybe she's looking for the smoking section. Uh, (laughs) But also she has a heart of gold. She's loyal to her friends and family. She wants everybody to have a good time. And, you know, she might say some inappropriate things at Thanksgiving, but, you know, she means well and everybody has a lot more fun because of her. So tell us, how did you move from... 54,000 followers on Twitter to Netflix. 
Well, you know, when I first started, I only had a couple hundred followers, and it was mostly my comedy friends in Chicago. So then, you know, I kept just tweeting every day, and all of a sudden one day Stephen Colbert was retweeting it, and, uh, you know, I was gaining a lot more followers. So that's when I knew, like, oh, maybe I have something here. And I put together a, a team of other Chicago friends who are writers and producers, and we pitched it to, you know, a handful of places, and Netflix loved it and they greenlit it. So now we've got 16 episodes uh, in the can. That's incredible. Chris, without spoiling too much for our listeners, tell us more about the show and, and the plot. So, you know, Diane lives in Wrigleyville. She lives in one of the, the rooftop buildings where you can see into Wrigley Field from the roof. She grew up on the, on the south side, though. Her and her sister, Bonnie, grew up on the south side. Her sister then moved to the North Shore to kind of get away from Chicago, but Diane stayed true to her Chicago roots. But the world is changing around her right now. You know, it's modern day, and so her, you know, old dive bar is turning into a green juice shop, and uh, she's getting a new manager at the salon she works at, and it's changing names. It's going from Shy City Sports Cuts and Clips, <laughs> where she's worked for many years, and now a, a New York uh, company has bought it out called Burrow, and that's where her new manager comes in, who is played by RuPaul. So a lot of stuff is changing in her life, and so we will see if Diane is able to evolve with the time. There's so much happening here. How much of the Twitter personality actually made it to the show? Like, did you have to water anything down? No, you know, <laughs> uh, Netflix said go for it. Because it's Netflix, we can really get away with whatever we want, but think it, it really stayed true to the character I created on Twitter. But we wanted Diane to have a, a good heart. We all grew up watching, you know, John Hughes movies and stuff. So we, we want this show to have heart too, not just be, you know, wild and funny. So I think we did a good job. Tell us a bit more about the cast, many of whom they actually have connections to the city, right? Yeah. So my other creative uh, partners on this we have John and Ike Barinholtz. They both were born and raised in Chicago, and they're both in the um, entertainment industry, good friends. And so they're writers and producers and also doing voices. A friend of mine named Katie Rich, who grew up around uh, 80th and Pulaski, uh, she wrote for <laughs> SNL for many years. She's a producer and a writer. And then we have people like Lori Metcalf doing a voice. Uh, Amy Poehler is doing a voice. And so it's been cool, like, yeah. getting some great Chicago guest stars to be a part of this. Talk about the importance, Chris, of, of having different experiences and, and neighborhoods in the city represented on the show. Yeah, so, you know, the people who are working on this are from all over the place. So we wanted to make sure that we, you know, included every single neighborhood and, you know, did all the different perspectives and different characters that come from those neighborhoods. That's, you know, the great thing about Chicago that I miss so much now living in L.A. Chicago is a city of neighborhoods, and you can drive five minutes and all of a sudden you're in a completely different area with different culture, different food, different perspectives. And so we wanted to represent all of that in the show. You've done interviews as Chicago Party Ant and you even came on WBEZ's Morning Shift in 2018. Why not voice her on the show? <laughs> I, I did, yes. So when this was first starting out, I was doing, you know, interviews as the Chicago Party Ant. And I thought I was doing a pretty good job, actually. I, you know, I, I don't know if you could tell if I was a man or not. Hello, is this Terry Gross? <laughs> it's her air. Terry, good morning. Long time <laughs> listener, first time caller. <laughs> you know, if you slap enough of a Chicago accent on there, it's it's hard to tell. 
But when it came down to it, we thought that, you know, to have an actual woman do the voice would probably be the best fit. And then I'm playing her husband, Kurt. Jesus, Di, I don't know what you got into last night, but you came home and drank the bottle of brandy my dad hid with him on D-Day. Then you forgot to close the window after you had a smoke, and butt kiss almost fell out. Her on-again, off-again husband, Kurt, who has a fantastic Chicago accent and a big... Uh, push broom mustache so that's just as fun for me. <laughs> so the the honor of voicing diane actually belongs to a canadian like me what do you think about her chicago accent oh hey there <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm canadian <laughs> and we don't sound like that <laughs> that was that was bad <laughs> <laughs> that was bad um, yes so a, a good friend of mine named lauren ash who um has been a, a working actress for the last many, many years. She was on the show Superstore. And I first met her in Chicago where she was on the Second City main stage. We worked together there. You know, I bet we auditioned like a hundred different women for this part. And when we heard Lauren's audition, she just nailed it. She gets the character. She gets the funny. She gets the heart. And she really hit the Chicago accent out of the park. So uh, she definitely won out the part. So I want to go in a different direction right now. Let's play this clip from the show featuring legendary Chicago weatherman Tom Skilling. Let's listen. Diane, you have been with that customer for 45 minutes, and he was bald to begin with. Gideon, I don't want to embarrass you, but that customer is legendary Chicago weatherman Tom Skilling. And I give my VIPs all the time they need. It's okay, Diane. It looks fantastic. Chance of getting a tip. 100%. <laughs> Bye, Tom. You're the windshield beneath my wings. <laughs> Have you heard from Tom Skilling at all? <laughs> I've heard from him a little bit over the years. I don't know how active he is on social media. You know, I think maybe he has some uh, a team that runs his account. But Tom Skilling is the most lovable man on the earth. He, he uh, is a true Chicagoan. He loves the weather. So when I harass him all day long on Twitter, he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> Tom just wants to look at the Doppler radar and pictures of cumulus clouds that he wants to be left Tom alone. is trying to do his job, but here is this woman coming out of left field with these tweets, and he has no idea what to do with it. Uh, should we look forward to any other fun cameos this season? Oh, yeah. I mean, the, you know, there's plenty of Chicago sports legends that will be making cameos. Uh, and then there's also just people, you know, that, you know, uh, living in Chicago, one of my favorite lines in the show, there's a scene in Wrigleyville and in the background, you just hear somebody say, Hey, what happened to the Taco Bell? And then someone said, they tore it down. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so there's some very specific, uh, niche jokes in there that, uh, I think are really fun. Love it. So I wonder what it was like working on this project as COVID was happening. Oh, it was wild. We started in a building going to a writer's room every day, and then all of a sudden we were working on Zoom, which, you know, it had its pros and cons. Um, I think that we were more productive on Zoom, actually, because we all just wanted to get the work done. But there's something special about being in the same room and the camaraderie that comes along with that. So it was definitely a challenge uh, for the last, geez, it's been two years now or something mm -hmm. crazy. As we said, you, you grew up here. This is where you're from. You're a Second City alumni. Tell us more about your background in this comedy scene here. Yeah, so I started taking classes at Second City when I was like 13 years old. My parents were super supportive of it. 
Then there's other theaters in town. The uh, Improv Olympic, which is called the I.O. Theater. It was a big uh, home of mine and another place called the Annoyance Theater, where I performed a lot. And Chicago's just such a great city to get your start and kind of cut your teeth in comedy because you, you get a lot of stage time. You get to try things and fail. You get to fall flat on your face mm-hmm. and get back up. And that's how you really get better. So I will always cherish my days in Chicago, and hopefully one day, if Chicago Party Ant goes to, like, season eight, I want to move back to Chicago and split my time. So. Nice. And I, I'll be there to hold you to that. I'll be like, hey, it's season eight. When are you packing your boxes? <laughs> Let's <laughs> so, go, buddy. Listen, I, I clowned you earlier on your terrible Canadian accent, uh, but what is it that you think that people get wrong about Chicago? Well, you know, I think Chicago gets a bad rap in the news, and a lot of that is certainly, you know, justified. I mean, it's... Uh, there's a lot of sadness that happens in the city, but I think there's also a lot of joy. And uh, so I hope that our show is able to showcase that a little bit and uh, show that it really is a, a great city, a great place to be from. The people are so great, and it's really a beautiful city. I think it just got voted like the second most beautiful city in the world by somebody. So Yes, my uh, timeout. So, so, yeah, we want to show that part of the city on this, and uh, hopefully, you know, Maybe drive some tourism or something. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. Your advice for young comics who are working in Chicago right now? Um, I would say get up on stage as much as you can. That's where you really learn. You can read books about it. You can take classes, and that's all great. But really where the rubber meets the road is when you get up on stage and perform for an audience, and that's how you really get better. Well, the show is fantastic. That is Chicago comedian, actor, and writer Chris Potosky. You can catch his new Chicago Party Ant series on Netflix starting this Friday, September 17th. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you for having me, and be sure to put the kids to bed before you watch the show. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it for today's Reset. For more of our interviews, subscribe to this podcast. And please, give us a rating. It helps other listeners find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.